0: okay um, <laughs> hey y'all how y'all doing hi
1: welcome back to the
0: platinum <laughs>
1: <Pop>! <laughs> welcome back to the platinum pop podcast we're already on episode three how does it feel
0: it feels like a dream every single day here with you babe
1: it's getting real
0: it is we're already famous and thriving.
1: We, yeah, we have little fans. We love you. Yes we
0: see you babe. We see we're, we're you.
1: listening we're listening. Um so today we're going to go back to the format of doing an album review. so this one's gonna be like more off the cuff. Yeah, definitely um, for me for yeah so today we're going to do midnights Mm -hmm. by taylor swift which has taken the world by storm i mean it's been like her most successful album of all time
0: really i I didn't expect that
1: which is insane to me like it yeah
0: like ever ever like you looked it up like you looked up the numbers yes what it had
1: her biggest first week sales record. And on in the first week when it came out, the entire top 10 of Billboard Hot 100 was songs from Midnight's.
0: Oh my God. Which
1: is huge. That's never been done before.
0: Holy shit.
1: So it's, it's a big thing. And I'm a Swifty. I'm a self-proclaimed <laughs> yes. Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. I stand her. I have 1989 on my TV stand. But Emily is not a Taylor Swift fan. Like, you're not a hater. I'm not a hater
0: of any sorts. It's just, like, I was never into it. Like, I never got into the lore. I never got into the, um, I don't even know what to call it. I just never, I mean, I love some of the songs, but I only listen to the songs that were, like, on the radio, Mm. You know, and just like the songs that were trending like on TikTok or something. Yeah, which has been many. Right, right. So like only those songs. I never like went headfirst into her albums. Headfirst? Oh, is that a thing? Fearless? Oh <laughs> wait, what? I know Fearless bitch. You know yeah. bitch, we go way back, me and Taylor.
1: <laughs> she was now my, she's the fan.
0: <laughs> she was my first concert when I was like ten. Oh yeah. Yeah, bitch. It was at the wharf. In Gulf Shores, Alabama. Shout out. Also, she was with... I want to say she was with Kelly Pickler. Um, I could be wrong, but it was some someone of those sorts. And I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we go way back, babe. From yeah. Taylor Swift's album, Teardrops on My Motherfucking Guitar, bitch. So, I
1: guess, like, before we get into the album, like, we can talk about, like, how we found out about Taylor Swift, or, like, okay. what our first memory was of her. So, for me... <laughs> My first memory of listening to Taylor Swift... Um, So I heard, like, teardrops on my guitar. should have said no. But, like, I didn't have a face to put to that because I was Mm. only eight years old at that time. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Or, or like, eight or nine years old.
0: Yeah, because I was, like, ten something. Wait, I might have been nine.
1: Debut came out in 2006? I was seven. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Crazy. So I would have been... Yeah, I was, like, seven or Mm. like six years old or something. But, um... So I heard those, and then when I Love first watched first the Love Story music video. Oh,
0: iconic, iconic. So
1: we didn't have a computer at my house. We didn't really have access to internet because we lived, like, out of town. Mm-hmm. You know America. Like, it's like yeah. if you live out of town, it's like, forget about it. Back in those days. But we went to our family's house, and they had a computer, and they went on YouTube. One of the top things was Taylor Swift Love Story. And I watched it and my little gay ass was like, Oh my god, I'm a stan. Like watching her in the balcony with yes! that beautiful dress on. And it stood the test of time. It's it really still is. a hit. So that was my first experience. I wasn't a huge stan. Like I said, like it's not like I had access to internet to like really follow her. Like right. the MySpace up.
0: days.
1: Yeah, I didn't I never had MySpace.
0: Me neither. Wait, I might have Behind
1: my mom's back. Oh, we like a... can't confirm nor deny. <laughs> yeah, don't look it up. So like I listened to the hits like Speak Now. I listened to Enchanted, <clears throat> Fearless. I listened to, you know, Love Story, You Belong With Me. Red, I listened to like I Knew You Were Trouble. Um, Red, the title track. But so I, I'm like, I was familiar with all the hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but same, same, same. I got my first smartphone, like iPhone in 2013. hmm. And 1989 came out in
0: 2014.
1: Oh. So that's when I was like, okay, like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs>
0: and you're staying.
1: Yeah, and um, so actually, this is so funny. Um, My little cousin, she was, like, four years old. But yeah. she had 1989, like, the CD. And we listened to it in the car. And I was like, wait a minute.
0: Oh, who? Was, what is this melody?
1: I was like... <laughs> I too have a blank space. Are we out of the woods yet? I would like to know.
0: <laughs> like I'm like
1: you know with with the You are in New York. What would Well, well the 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 title track or the not the title track, the well, opening track. Yeah, I was like this is for me. I'm here and I'm queer.
0: She did that for you.
1: Yeah, and there's a lyric in it, and it's like, you can want who you want, boys and boys and girls and girls. And I'm like, okay, queen. You know what?
0: We're in our DeLulu era. Yeah. She said boys and boys first because she sang it about you.
1: Yeah. She knew. She
0: fucking knew. And we love her for that. An ally.
1: An ally. So that was my experience with her. And then after 1989, which was not a great time to get into standing her because then 2016 came, and then she was getting canceled. But that is my initial experience with Taylor and, like, how I got into standing her. And since then, it's been a lovely journey. And I'm here. I'm just glad to be a soldier for Taylor Nation.
0: A Swifty soldier, if you will. Okay, so I guess I'll talk about my relationship with Taylor. I have an older sister who was in high school when I was, like, seven Yeah, like 10-7. And she was a big Swifty, and she was a big country fan. I mean, like, we grew up in the country. Like, Taylor Swift was everywhere, okay? And so if you were, like, in the country at that time, you were listening to Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? And so she was everywhere. And so my sister was, like, on repeat playing her shit in her car. And so that's how... I knew about her and then my sister invited me to the concert with her and so that's when I saw her live. That was my first concert and it was a blast from what I remember. And also I had a One Direction phase back in the day, like Tumblr days, like 14, 15. The One Direction fans were not too keen about Taylor. They're
1: not keen. Not
0: keen. They were not feeling it because Mm. of Harry
1: ah yeah yeah that's lore
0: yes and so these bitches were coming for taylor our divorced parents if you will taylor and harry um i'm not really a harry fan now but um no that was a thing and so i feel like one direction fans were kind of like hating on her Mm. in a way and so like maybe because of that Like, I wasn't, like, a huge, like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry fucking Harry Styles. It wasn't like that. It was just, like, I never really was interested. Mm. I knew about her, and I liked her songs. And I, I think I was invested after she came out with I Knew You Were Trouble because it was allegedly about Harry.
1: Oh, there's songs on Midnight's that are about Harry.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get into it. Okay. Here we so are. basically the dynamic of today is that like I'm a Swifty and Emily's not. She's like a casual listener. Yeah. Um I'm
0: not I don't know anything about the lore. I don't know about any of the Easter eggs or anything like that, but I'm excited to learn. So
1: Yeah, and so I instructed Emily to listen to Midnight's the three AM edition before we recorded today. And she has a little page <laughs> of her notes. I have it all on my head. I've listened to this album so many times, like I know it like the back of my hand at this point. Yeah, we're just gonna like have a conversation about her first impressions of the songs, kind of talk about the themes within them, and just kind of kiki. Kiki. I love to kiki about Taylor.
0: Period. I'm really excited actually because like from what you have, like you've given me like sneak peeks about like the lore. We haven't really gotten into it, but I've learned a lot. Like, the whole, like, writing on your arm thing. We were watching, oh, yeah. like, old videos. What era was that? Like, Fearless era? That was, like, um,
1: Speak Now. <laughs> speak
0: Now. Okay. So, yeah, he got me into that and, like, the whole friendship bracelet shit. So, mm. yeah, it looks like a cute fandom. I will say that. Like, Swifties, oh. ride or die. They're in love for... T- it's kind of scary.
1: They, they can be psychotic.
0: But, um, I I say
1: that being one. Like, yeah. they can be psychotic. Yeah. But, yeah, the thing about Taylor Swift as a, you know, entity, like, <laughs> I would say, like, she's the most famous person in America, like, in terms of musicians.
0: Isn't she, like, the richest? She's so, about to
1: be. Oh! She's about to be, a, like, a billionaire. Holy Just sh- based, just from her music. Wow. Which is, like, unheard of. That's insane. But it's, like, everyone knows who Taylor Swift is. And it's, like, she's not, because, like, you have other artists, like, I'm not going to say, but... <laughs> Their fame is kind of limited to the western hemisphere,
0: right, right? But Taylor,
1: she is popular everywhere,
0: that's true, like
1: especially in Asia, like
0: yeah, which I didn't expect. That I met a girl way before, um, hmm. when I was living in Seoul, and we were just talking about music, like, what are you into, whatever. And she was like, Yeah, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan, and I was like, taken aback, I was like, Yeah, what, Ta- what? you're I never expected Koreans to be, like, Swifties. Like yeah,
1: yeah, she's she's really big, especially in China, um, Japan, Vietnam, the Philippines. Like, a lot of Southeast Asia loves her. I do know that. Like, every Vietnamese person I've met is like, oh, I love Taylor. Wow. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't have expected that.
1: So, also, context. Today, I graduated. Yeah!
0: <laughs> <gasps> Yay! Yeah!
1: Woo! Um, and so after the ceremony I hung out with um, Some friends of mine and they were All Vietnamese and I oh my god This is so like nuanced But like so my friend She was wearing a snake earring And I was like oh. she knew. I was like oh that's very Taylor Swift Coated and then this straight Vietnamese guy who was with us Is like oh like look what you made me do <gasps> And I'm like Slay <laughs>
0: they get like the whole like what is it like the symbolism yeah you know? that's crazy i don't even know that
1: yeah <laughs> well have you seen the liquid we'll talk I, about it. yeah yeah for reputation taylor's version when that comes out yeah yeah but yeah so today we're gonna talk about midnights and just kiki about it i'm excited
0: i'm excited too let's get into it
1: so first track Mimi a midnight lavender oh. haze oh okay yeah I was like "Midnights" and then okay, I was mm. confused. Okay, Lavender
0: Haze, we love her. Lavender Slaves. Oh. Do you want to
1: go first? <laughs> so with Lavender Haze, it's a cute bob.
0: I like so, the tune. I like
1: the beat. I like the beat. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's cute. I think it does well as an opener for the album. I think my thoughts on it have changed since oh. it originally came out. So I was telling you before we recorded. I think "Midnights" is like the first album where I've consumed it over time and my thoughts have changed about it over time in the sense that like the message that's being conveyed on the album has changed over time or at least has revealed itself over time so lavender haze when you first hear it because when the album came out her and joe were still dating Mm -hmm. apparently to our knowledge and so lavender haze on its nose kind of sounds like a love song Like, oh, I just want to be in the honeymoon phase. I just want to, you know, be happy. But it's like, there are, like, some undertones to it that, like, now in hindsight, she's like, you don't really do a lot. Staring at the ceiling with you, you don't ever say too much. Oh. You don't really read into my melancholia. Like, at first, you can take these as, like, oh, like, he's not, you know.
0: He's shy. He's
1: shy. He's (laughs) not thinking too deeply but then revelations later to come, it's like you don't do anything.
0: Like she's bored in the relationship. Yeah, and yeah. she
1: wants to stay in the honeymoon phase because what comes after that is likely to not be that great.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's my interpretation of the song now. Sonically, I do like it. It's a cute little ditty of the song.
0: <laughs> I love that, Pretty Bestie. Should I get into my notes? Yeah. I literally wrote down, okay, this is like on a piece of copy paper, by the way. I did this last minute. All right. I said the eh in the beginning made me fucking jump out of my body. Like, in uh, the beginning of the song. Oh, like
1: the just sort of, like... Uh, yes! Uh,
0: <laughs> I literally... That shit scared me so bad. Okay. Uh, I literally wrote down, it's giving euphoria. I feel like... I see what you mean. I don't know what it is. It's just, like, I feel like I interpret this song as, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm gonna do what I want. Because she says, like, yeah. the lyrics, I'm damned if I do give a damn what people say.
1: Oh, right. So what I like about that lyric is, like, it's kind of a double meaning.
0: Yeah. Like, I just interpreted this song as, like, her in her element just, like, not giving a fuck about anything. Mm. Like, she's just living her life in this lavender haze.
1: Yeah. So the lavender haze is basically, like, a metaphor for the honeymoon phase.
0: Oh, my God. Genius. Mm. I love that. But I really, I think it's catchy.
1: Yeah, it's cute.
0: Um, I like everything about it. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I think it's a good opening track, just like you said. Mm. It's giving a sort of playful sort of... Um, I mean, the lyrics, like you said. I mm. mean, they can be interpreted like as a, oh, shit, like, do I really like this person kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but because it's like you've been dating him for six years, like we're not in the honeymoon phase anymore. Yeah, but she wants, know?
0: she's like striving, she wants
1: it though, yeah, like craving it,
0: yeah, and he's just which like, I don't
1: think is a good thing,
0: yeah, that that can be very tiring and exhausting because, yeah. like, if you're putting in this work and he's not, like, you're still looking at this relationship in lavender fucking roast glasses Mm -hmm. whatever lavender
1: colored glasses yeah Yeah. whatever i get what you mean yeah and
0: like uh that's how i interpret
1: it yeah i think that's a good interpretation thank
0: you good i tried
1: all right lavender haze lavender (laughs) slade so next we're going to Maroon. maroon
0: maroon I painted my nails maroon for the occasion.
1: She did. I can confirm. Yes. I am a witness to this act of God that Emily (laughs) has bestowed upon us. I
0: did it for you and I did it for Mother Taylor.
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um so i want to i want to let you start with maroon i'd like to hear your thoughts first so yeah
0: okay um i said i am just reading this like verbatim okay when she was talking about incense i was like oh my god i relate because i have incense in my house (laughs) we love a spiritual girly is she spiritual like do you think she has like tarot readings no oh does she have (laughs) crystals she might. You know. She
1: talked about like moonstone. There we go. And bejeweled.
0: Oh my God, bejeweled! Oh, I was about to sing it. Let me not, spoiler. Okay, <laughs> um, I interpreted this song as friends to lovers.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: it's giving that kind of friends to lover arc.
1: In what way? Like, what do you mean?
0: Um, I said, uh, I didn't write like the lyrics that, uh, really spoke. Like, that really gave me that vibe. Mm. I just, like, I don't know what... I don't know. It's just, like, you have history with this person. Mm. And it's, like, were they friends, and then they were lovers, and then they had, like, a falling out? Yeah. Because it's, like... Okay, I wrote down these lyrics. The lips I used to call home. Is this, like, a sad song or, like, a happy ending song? Yeah. Like, I don't know.
1: It's That's interesting you wishy-washy. say Wishy-washy. Because, um... <clears throat> not my voice cracking. Um... <clears throat> because when i listen to it i interpret it as like something that is not over yet okay like it feels like something is still being held on to mhm like yearning okay um okay
0: so i kind of related to lavender haze
1: not not in that way i i don't i personally don't think this one's about joe okay i think it's about a previous relationship but it feels like re- like you're coming very fresh out of it mm-hmm. in a way. And the lyric I really like is the rust that grew between telephones. Yes. We I
0: talked about this.
1: Yeah. I think that's genius. Cause she's basically saying like, they haven't been talking. Um, they grew apart in whatever capacity. And yeah, I think that was a really good metaphor, like good imagery to use for like losing contact with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? What else is a good one? The burgundy on my t-shirt when you splashed your wine into me. Very so, flirty.
0: So was this like a kind of like I was at a party and I met this person and like we're kind of in love. But like now we're just like not really acquainted.
1: I don't know. This one, this one's like very vague. It's kind of hard to pick up on it, but it gives you such a specific feeling.
0: Yeah. Like, like you like just miss that person. It
1: feels like lost in the night okay kind of feeling like it feels very dark there's something very dark about this song Mm. that i like especially the the beat is good oh and that's a real fucking legacy
0: okay yeah because a a legacy
1: is something you leave yeah 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 Yeah. okay Mm.
0: so this has this person has impacted her in ways. That yeah, she- which is
1: why I think she's reminiscing so hard and like yearning mm. for it in some capacity.
0: So do you think she's like thinking about an ex-lover while she's bored in this current relationship?
1: Well, we're going to get into that later.
0: <gasps> okay, sorry. I'm ahead oh, of myself. Oh, there, there is a
1: song on this album that is completely about that. Next track number three, antihero.
0: Antihero.
1: So, what are your thoughts?
0: Um, my first note was "sexy baby?" Question mark. <laughs> oh what God. the fuck is a sexy baby? I was so it it's back.
1: it's a movie reference.
0: Okay. What 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 movie?
1: I don't know. I forgot. <sighs> I didn't watch it, but I know it is from a movie. It's like um, it's
0: coming from the Swifty fan himself. You don't even know. The I don't mother-
1: need to watch a movie. But like I know it's He's from a, fake a movie. Fan. How do I even begin to parse this one? <laughs> like I get what she means. It sounds weird, but like I get what she's saying.
0: Yeah. And she was also a kid when she was going into the music industry in a way, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But in this particular instance, I think um so In the second verse is what you're referring to when she's saying, like, um, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby and I'm a monster on the hill. Yeah. I think she's saying, like, um, she's become too famous and, like, too big to hang out. Like, that's literally one of the lyrics. Too Uh, big to hang out slowly lurching towards your favorite city. Like, she just feels like she's above everybody else. Like, not in a good way.
0: Like, people are, like, friends like yeah like she's scary
1: to be with in some capacity and Uh, she feels like everyone else is kind of like innocent and maybe she's tainted in some way from mm, fame or like people look at her differently
0: i see that makes more sense yeah
1: (laughs) that's that's what i think it's about personally but yeah i i love the bridge of the song about the, like, daughter-in-law. Oh,
0: um, the Will? Yeah. That was so iconic. Mm. I love it.
1: A that. lot of people don't like it. Like, they think it doesn't make sense in the song, but I'm like, I get it. She's... Well, she's
0: about to be the richest fucking person in America. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think people don't like to listen to it because they're like, we don't really need to hear you complaining about your money.
0: Oh! Oh my god. The chicken! The chicken!
1: <laughs> okay, so. so... We're
0: back. A short intermission.
1: Yeah, we ordered chicken and we didn't know it was going to come that fast.
0: Um, so we had a little chicken break. A little chicken break.
1: We ate some chicken and watched Scream Queens. We wanted to watch Black Mirror, but I guess it's not available in South Korea yet. Flops.
0: I know. And I'm starting Scream Queens for the first time. What kind of gay am I? Honestly.
1: A flop one. I
0: guess. But it's a surf. So let's get back.
1: So we were talking about antiheroes. Yes. Literally the ghost of Taylor interrupted me <laughs> mentioning that she could be a billionaire. She's like, stop. Don't stop. say that. The the doorbell ring, that was the Tay Voodoo coming in the room. She's like, Nope. <laughs> Won't be having that. So, antihero. Um, I think it's a, just an overall great pop song.
0: I agree. Um, I wrote some notes about it. Okay. I said, um, I feel like it's, like, oh my god, not me, like, slurring my words. I'm, like, drunk off the chicken. (laughs) Sorry, it's a chicken talk.
1: It's chicken talk.
0: Okay, so, anyway, I interpreted this song as, like, accepting you want to be, like, better, like, bettering yourself and, like, realizing how toxic you are. Yeah. And... you just want to be a better person.
1: Yeah, I think she touches on, like, some really interesting themes in this song. Like, things that she hasn't talked about before. Like, did you hear my covert narcissism disguised as altruism? Like...
0: What's covert mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, secret. Oh, okay.
1: So she's basically saying, like, have you noticed that I am narcissistic, but in a way that's pretending to care about others?
0: Oh, yeah,
1: which is something like it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. a bit. Like, oh, did she are you like talking about that? Like, it's it, it was very shocking to hear her talk about that. It's
0: a very honest song,
1: yeah, 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 very honest, very vulnerable,
0: yes. And we love to see artists being their true selves and like accepting their faults, yeah. And, like, she's a normal person mm. and like. No, even celebrities have mm. issues yeah yeah and people forget that they just think that taylor is like this perfect human being
1: mm. but i she's agree it's like
0: no like i have issues and i have faults and
1: it's like it's hard to look at her as a person sometimes because she is so famous
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like i can't imagine being at that level
0: yeah it's
1: like you might you must not feel like a human sometimes you exactly know? yeah that must be really like a hard um complex to work with mm. and handle sometimes i would imagine um but yeah that's anti hero we slaying. love her
0: it is very catchy just like lavender haze i mm. will say it mm. was one of the most popular songs i believe of them. yeah the album. it was
1: the first single
0: okay that would make sense
1: and moving on Track number four, Snow on the Beach, beach featuring Lana Del Rey.
0: Any Question
1: mark?
0: <laughs> Question mark? What?
1: Lana's, like, barely on.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. Yeah. Like, in the chorus, pretty much. That's pretty much yeah. it.
1: Yeah.
0: But, um, it's, like, background vocals, pretty much. Well, anything that has Lana's name on it, I'm gonna eat it up. Yeah. Obviously.
1: hmm Which, like, this was one that she retroactively, like, fixed. Mm. Because the biggest complaint was that Lana wasn't on it enough. Mm. So, a few weeks ago when she released, like, a further deluxe edition of Midnight's, there's Snow on the Beach featuring more Lana Del Rey. So, Lana gets the whole second verse and the chorus after that. And the outro. Period. Because a lot of people were complaining. But, because it was like, you have Lana on a track. Like, yeah. why is she not here?
0: Exactly. Like, you if know. you have Lana on the track, you're going to have to, like...
1: Yeah, especially because, like, she hyped it up so hard. Like, there were um, these yeah. TikTok videos leading up to the release of Midnight. And she was, like, making it sound like it was going to be, like, <laughs> such a true collaboration. Yeah.
0: If Lana's on the track, you have to, you know... Uh, what give, is it kinda...
1: give her the mic.
0: Take advantage of that. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: You have to hand her the fucking microphone. Literally.
0: (laughs) Like. But, uh, yeah, I remember people were having a fit over that. Yeah. And, like, if you see Lana's name on this random album, not that Midnight's... Well, it is a random fucking album. It came out, like, at midnight randomly, did it not?
1: No, it was was promoted before. Oh,
0: okay.
1: But it may seem like a random album to have Lana on.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like folklore evermore would have made more sense, but
0: that's true i feel like snow on the beach kind of doesn't really go with the theme if there even is a theme on this album you know what i mean
1: yeah it is it is kind of separate from the rest of the album especially sonically like mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like the rest of the songs.
0: yeah mm. exactly
1: but i think it's cute i like the writing i think it sounds a lot like lana's style of writing for
0: sure it definitely has some um, Lana influence. Like
1: weird but fucking beautiful. Like that's such a Lana I thing know. to say. I Yeah. That's sure. so Lana. I like the beat, but where is Lana? Like, um. But yeah, I'm glad she went back in and she fixed it. And I love the outro. Like the it's coming down. It's, it, it's very pretty. Mm. The outro of the song is very pretty. It's a pretty song.
0: At least Taylor like listens to the fans' feedback.
1: Yeah. You know? And it's also good marketing because it's like. She can, you know, she has an excuse to release another deluxe edition being like, okay, now here's, here's a little morsel. For my little
0: chickens.
1: Yeah, for the little chickadees. Here you go. (laughs) A little morsel for you guys. Some grubs.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, it's a cute song. It's not one that I go back to often as it is. Um, yeah, I, like if it comes on, I don't skip it.
0: Mm. Mm. Period.
1: So the next one is You're On Your Own Kid.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to listen to that, like, right now. We're going to have to stop this. I'm pretty, I I mean, you know, I've listened to it, but I didn't have a deep, like, you know, listening, looking at the lyrics, like, mm. really comprehending them. I mm. didn't do that, so we're going to have to pause this. Do you want to? Yeah, we got to. Because I can't okay. talk about it if I don't So,
1: have- for some of the songs, because Emily has not, like, listened to the album deeply, so for some of them, we're going to pause it and then
0: Come back. resume...
1: We'll, we'll be back
0: it's time for the ad reads
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned so we just listened to "You're on your own kid emily yes. what were your thoughts
0: um when i first listened to the song i wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics so i literally thought it was one of those like encouraging like um you're growing up and like you're gonna mm. be on your own like you know yeah Facing, like, the real, real world. That was my first impression. Yeah. But now listening to, like, the lyrics, it sounds like she's giving up, like, on a Do lover. you think so? Yeah, like, she's talking about, like, okay, this is what I wrote. I thought it was about giving up and feeling alone, but it feels more like a giving up song, like, giving up on a lover you realized is bad for you. The
1: beginning of the song yeah, yeah. And about then, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then, like, the last part is more, like, about herself. Like, you're on your own, like, you've gone away from that partner, and yeah. now you can, like, live your life.
1: So, I, I like that you interpret it that way. You're, like, half right. Okay. You're half right. So, um... The song, the first verse is about her before she debuted. It. Okay. It's about a guy she was in a relationship with back then. She knew he wasn't going to show up for her, basically. Like, she realized that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like sh- she's on her own. The second verse is about chasing her dreams mm-hmm. and, you know, starting to become interested in becoming a musician. And. Mm-hmm. In that respect, she realized she was also on her own in that way because it's not an easy dream to chase. She even said like, I learned that my dreams aren't rare. You know, like there are many people trying to do this mm-hmm. and she really had to fight for that. And then at the end of the song, it's like this release. I think the end of the song is more recent in her career. um, But the meaning of you're on your own kid changes throughout the song. Because in the beginning, it's like the sad thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, I'm on my own. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, he didn't show up for me. Or, oh, like, what I want isn't rare. Like, you know, i am am I just like everybody else? Am I not better than everyone else? At the end, it becomes words of encouragement. like To
0: herself.
1: Like, yeah, like, you, you got this. Like, you're on your own. But that's uh, what's amazing about it. Like, yeah, you can yeah. do this. Like,
0: look at what this got you.
1: Yeah. yeah so it becomes a good thing at the end like yeah. you got this like you are on your own and that's all you need
0: that's so true like the beginning of the like what what you were saying was how the beginning of the song is like kind of like a Debbie downer yeah and then by the end of the song you're like hopeful yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and like what you were saying about like the ex lover from mm. the past is that like a said day like fact like she said that.
1: Um, it's assumed, like, the song seems to be going in chronological order of her career. Oh. Because, like, she's talking about, like, I, um, I touched my phone as if it's your face. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think she's talking about a cell phone. It seems like she's talking about, like, like, um...
0: uh, Resting your face, like, on your phone. Like an
1: old-style phone. Yeah. 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 That kind of thing, yeah. The next verse is, I played my songs in the parking lot, you know, kind of starting to build her career and interest in being a musician so that yeah it's,
0: cute
1: yeah it's a very cute song i
0: love
1: that it's very uplifting and also this is a bit of lore this is like an easter egg thing this song is track five do you know anything about track five in the taylor verse
0: i know about number 13 that's literally so it. that's
1: her lucky number that's her right. favorite number Track fives on her albums are usually the sad songs. Okay. Like the songs that make you cry.
0: What? Is that like a thing? Yeah. Okay.
1: So on debut, track five is Cold As You. On Fearless, I think it's White Horse. Speak Now, Dear John. Oh, no. Red, All Too Well.
0: Oh, babe. What is going on? 1989,
1: All You Had To Do Is Stay. Reputation, Delicate.
0: Okay. Uh, I, see the, I see what you're getting more, at. Folklore,
1: My Tears Ricochet, Evermore, Tolerate It.
0: How do you know this by in, heart?
1: Midnight's. How the... Because I'm a fan. I'm insane. Wow. Okay. But So track five is like, in the lore, we associate it with being like the crying song.
0: Okay. Well, this is not crying
1: it's definitely like a release of emotion in yeah. some way like i can imagine listening
0: i feel like there's sadder songs more oh. sad songs on this oh album. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: i think she's starting to change what the concept of track five means because i think to constantly continue with it being like oh this is the crying song i think that's a little bit disingenuous it limits herself to one box as to what she can do. If she's making an album with the intent, like, oh, I need to make the crying song. It's uh, not as authentic. So I think she's starting to change what that means, which I can appreciate.
0: And how we were talking about, like, the Ethel album and how, like, every song has, like, a... It's like a chapter of a book. Yeah. And, like, if you're constantly having to limit yourself to, like, oh, this has to be track five.
1: Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: kind of annoying. I it's, can see. It's
1: disingenuous in yeah, some I way. I that. So I'm glad with the shift that she's making as to what a track five is. Yeah. I love the song. I think it's like, it feels like a coming of age.
0: It does. Yeah. yeah. We love her.
1: Yeah, we it's did. cute. We love her. So the next one is Midnight Rain.
0: Um. Do
1: you recall this one?
0: I do, but I want to listen again.
1: You want to listen again? Yeah,
0: one more time. Okay, one more Just for right- my notes.
1: Yeah, we'll be back. And we're back. We're back babe so we just took a little listen to our hello <laughs> i lost my train of thought <laughs> um, um if you could have just seen the look on my face i look like a deer in the headlights.
0: it's 3 a.m like, it's 3 a.m give us 3 a, a. Edition. <gasps> it's almost mm-hmm. like we planned it
1: what if i told you none of it was accidental
0: is that a thing?
1: Yeah, it's from Mastermind.
0: Okay, well it's on
1: this album, we'll get to it. Okay. Um Midnight Rain. What did okay. you think?
0: Um, definitely the icon of the album I would say a lot of Really? People, um, no, not from my perspective. I'm saying oh. like from other people. I mean, she based this whole album off of that one song, did she not? I mean, it's called Midnight. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of symbolism in this song.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, for example, I wrote down "full of cages, full of fences." I feel like she feels like she's like stuck in this cage of commitment. Yeah. Where she's like, Ugh, "What do I do?" I'm at the top of my game right now, mm. and this boy is talking about um, you know wanting to settle down and like we're young, mm. and like I'm trying to focus on me, and I love her for that. She's being a boss ass bitch, and mm. she knows her worth. She knows her plan. Mm. And I give her all the respect for that.
1: Mm. So I think when I first heard this song, when the album came out, I couldn't quite pin who it was about. You know, when the album came out, it was to my understanding that her and Joe were still together. So I thought maybe this was about, like, Tom Hiddleston, like a fling from that time period, back in, like, 2016. But listening to the song now, I'm starting to think it's about Joe. She says, my town was a wasteland. Like, full of cages, full of fences, pageant queens, and big pretenders. That imagery immediately takes me back to 2016. Back when Kanye, Kim, like, everyone was hating her. But Joe was the one person who, like, she found him during that. She
0: pound. she, she found. She got pounded
1: What? Oh my god. Cut
0: that out. Um, She found peace in someone. She found that safety net, you know what I mean? Yeah and that is very toxic Mm. in a relationship if someone if you find someone during a traumatic time in your life and Mm. you're like oh i need this person in order to be happy Mm. in order to move on i owe this person yeah that's really not a good place to be at
1: Mm, yeah like savior victim complex kind of thing i think at the end of the song where she's like and he never thinks of me except when i'm on tv and I never think of him except on midnights like this. What I, I don't think she's talking about now. I think she's more looking into the future. Like
0: yeah.
1: I think she was contemplating the breakup with him for a while.
0: I she, mean, yeah, they've been together for what six yeah, years. Yeah, six
1: years. You don't like just break up on a whim. I think she was considering it for a while, mm-hmm. and so I think she was kind of taking some introspective thought into it. I mean, um, you would
0: have to i'm sure like, she might feel on like on random nights like what she's saying she might feel like regretful like what could we have been yeah like, you know what i mean
1: but like i don't know there are still some things i feel like it may be about i mean it doesn't matter who the song is well yeah. truly there's another podcast that i listened to and what they said about a lot of the midnight songs is they seem to be like composite sketches so it's like a feelings from different parts of her life that she's putting together to make one song Mm. um so like it's not necessarily about one feeling or one experience in particular it's like maybe in a few different relationships she shared similar feelings across them and it's like combining that those experiences together to make one song so i think that could also be what this is But I think it also represents what she pitched as being the album theme. You know, staying up late, thinking, pondering, yearning. Like, that was the idea for this album. So I think the song, like, represents the album perfectly. Honestly. Period. Mm. Yeah. So the next song is literally insane.
0: What is
1: it? (gasps) It's Question. Question! Dot, dot, dot. We love her.
0: Questions. This was one of the first songs that I listened to after Mm. you pressured me. This was months ago. Like, when it first came Ah. out, you were like, you gotta listen to this shit. And I was like, "All right." So I was, like, literally on the bus just listening. And I was like, this is a bop. Mm. So, yeah. I want to say this is, like, one of my top favorite songs.
1: I think this is my favorite on the album. Really? Mm. I love the Out of the Woods reference in the beginning
0: I don't, you don't I don't, don't know, know
1: yeah. so you know um oh I like that I'm explaining this to you on the pod okay so in the beginning of question you know how it's like I remember like right before the verse starts perhaps well we'll um, go listen to it and come back okay <laughs> okay we're I'm back I'm scared So I showed her the sampling of Out of the Woods that happens at the beginning of Question. And what was your question?
0: I just thought that was so random. I don't know how that ties into this album.
1: Out of the Woods is about Harry Styles. Literally in the music video for Out of the Woods, she's wearing a necklace that says HS.
0: Oh, what?
1: And it was known that Harry got into an accident, like a snowmobiling accident or something, while they were dating. And like 20 stitches in a hospital room. Oh like, my god. Yeah. What? Like I
0: didn't know from out of the, about this.
1: Yeah. This is the lore. Oh thing. my god. Question seems to also be about Harry Styles, which is insane for her to be writing considering she was at the time, I'm assuming, still. In a relationship, Joe. yeah. Because question is like, there's something very like, don't you want me back? About it. Like, don't you miss me?
0: Ooh. Like, this is getting spicy a little bit. This because is especially
1: in the bridge where she's like, doesn't it feel like everything's second best after that meteor strike? <gasps>
0: I hope I... Is she saying, like, after Harry, like, it was just downhill from there? Because she already had the best.
1: Well, she's more or less asking him, like, doesn't oh. it feel like nothing's as good as we were? But it's like, in that vein, though, you're also admitting that you feel the same way. <gasps> oh.
0: Gooseys right now
1: yeah she doesn't give a house fuck in the middle of the night Oh, um, <laughs> we've
0: been quoting that all day by the way we
1: have our <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i love this song i think it's like it's hard to even understand because um like the chorus did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room? Like she's recalling a very specific experience. That's like
0: and all your friends were making fun of you.
1: Like it's so specific, but I don't think it's for us to understand. I think it's for it's one person. It's an inside person. joke. Yeah, literally, that's a good way to put it. Like, if Harry listens, he's gonna be like,
0: "That's about me." He's yeah. like,
1: "I did have someone kiss me in a crowded room, Our but 15 seconds later, they were laughing. they were clapping." Oh, they were
0: clapping
1: their ass. Their asses <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh my
1: god. 3am. It just keeps getting later. In the first podcast it was like 1am and then the second one it was 2am and now it's 3. But it's the funny. next one will be 4am. Yeah,
0: we'll see how I that hope goes. not.
1: I'm oh. trying to do earlier next time. But yeah, I love this song. And like, good girl, sad boy, big city, wrong choices. Like, them dating, I think they dated like, primarily where they were was like New York City.
0: Oh, I thought it was in like the UK. It, I could be wrong.
1: I think it's New York City. Okay. Yeah, I love this song. Like, there's not even that much to say about it because, like, what can you say about it? I think it's insane that it's she. It's right like,
0: on the nose. But at the yeah. same time, it's not.
1: Like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. Like, that's literally what it is. We
0: have questions. Dot, dot, dot question mark. Yeah. Questions is what I got for this. I'm invested now.
1: It leaves you with more questions than answers. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's on period, says. That's on period, period poo. Down. That's on hunting Mama Work the Hoot. What? What?
0: <laughs> the Hoot?
1: Oh my god. The, okay. The Hoot. So, the next song is Vigilante Shit. Do you recall this one? Um,
0: I do a little bit. This one's more of the spicy songs.
1: We're gonna go listen. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we just listened to Vigilante shit and what are your thoughts?
0: Vigilante shit? <laughs> Why did you say it like that?
1: Vigilante? I don't know.
0: Vigilante.
1: Vigilante.
0: What? <laughs> Wait, I have to search that later to see how to really we'll say see. it.
1: We'll see. Leave it leave it in the comment below. Yeah. I um oh my god, I'll make that the poll. How do you say vigilante? Vigilante uh, or Um vigilante
0: vigilante
1: or vigilante I'll, I'll make that the poll
0: okay work um i my first note was how did she rhyme friends with revenge <laughs> what the fuck? but she did it and she ate
1: she ate she did that she did what she needed to do
0: um you told me while we were listening to think about it in the perspective of her situation with the label
1: yeah, the guy who bought her master's.
0: Okay, well, can you explain it to me? Explain it to the people. Show the audience.
1: I think it's about Scooter Braun.
0: Okay. Tell me tell me how. Speak your truth.
1: Because, so there's um there's a part specifically about the white color crime. Mm-hmm. The FBI did investigate him <gasps> for some... I don't know what it was exactly, but there was something that what? they investigated him for. Like, it was something about bank like i don't know there was something financial
0: okay allegedly allegedly Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um and also his wife did recently get divorced from him <gasps> i mean it's not a song that i listen to a lot because i don't know it feels like an interlude yeah
0: it's very short I'll mm. go that. um i was honestly i wrote this in my notes when she was on the part where it's like, uh, ladies know what they want. I don't know why I'm getting Billie Eilish vibes. Is that...
1: Is the that, whole song is kind of Billie Eilish like, vibes. Like, is that
0: problematic to say?
1: No, a lot of people thought that. Not
0: to compare the two.
1: You know how people are doing, like, AI covers these days?
0: Yeah. There's
1: an AI version of Billie Eilish doing this song. That, and it, it slaps.
0: I mean, it sounds like a Billie song. Like, I feel like she would eat in this yeah. cover. Yeah.
1: I do remember when I first listened to the song. I was like, "Okay, coming Billie? for Billy's wig right now." I guess. But yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not my favorite. I appreciate the message that it's conveying, but it's definitely not one that I go back to. Cute. Hmm. So next one after this, we only have four left Work. for the standard edition. Um, the next one. Is Labyrinth or no? Oh my god, I'm a flop. The next one is Keep that in,
0: keep that in.
1: Keep it in. (laughs) The next one is Bejeweled.
0: (laughs) Oh, best building if I'm still Bejeweled when I walk in the room.
1: I can still make the whole place shimmer. Shimmer. What are your thoughts on Bejeweled?
0: Bejeweled is one of my top favorites.
1: It's cute. It's
0: giving, like, the same vibes as questions. Like, it's mm. kind of fun. It's, like, so crazy. Yes. Like, you're so crazy for that, Bestie. But, uh, Bejeweled is so happy, and it's just, like, one of those, like, upbeat songs. And... I love the lyrics about it where she's like, if the band asks if I have a man, I can just say that I don't remember. I was like, this yes, Like, I'm so silly. Oh my god, you silly goose, you. Yeah. She, she did Mother something. goose. She really <laughs> ate with that part.
1: She did. And this is another one of those songs that I think in hindsight feels a bit different to listen to. Like, um, I remember a lot of the fans thought it was about Calvin Harris when it came out, but now it's like, She was cooped up with Joe for so long, and then suddenly she's, like, refinding a new level of success. Mm. She needs to shine a little bit. She's like, you need to let me be bejeweled, bitch. Like, let me out of the house.
0: Oh, he wasn't about the, you know, glitz and the glamour of this lifestyle. He wanted it
1: comfortable. She wanted wanted that that pain. pain.
0: And that's what I said. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's like
1: things are starting to click. They are. Yeah.
0: The puzzle pieces are coming together. Mm. And I love that she's just speaking her mind. But mm. she put it in such a cutesy little silly way with this song. Yeah. It's such a...
1: She's it, like, don't tie me down. I love that. I need to shine. What's a girl going to do? A diamond's got to shine.
0: Is that a lyric in this yeah. song? Period.
1: It's in the bridge.
0: Oh. I should know that. I listen to it, but, like, I I just know, like, the chorus pretty much.
1: Oh, from, like, TikTok?
0: Yeah. It was
1: very popular on TikTok. Yeah, Pajol. Cute. Love Cute. Love her. Um, Labyrinth.
0: Labyrinth snoozer.
1: Snoozer. <laughs> 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 I like it. Can I
0: say that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a snooze fest. I'm That's, so sorry. It's not an
1: unpopular opinion. Yeah. There's one that I'm, like, Ugh. Yeah. For me, that one, where is it? Oh, that one's two songs away. Um, but Labyrinth, I like um, this one feels like it's meant to be kind of romantic. like I'm falling in love again. this kind of feeling. but, but the
0: title is kind of misleading because a labyrinth is like kind of scary. like you're
1: lost. Well, that's the point. She's saying, like um, she's scared to be falling in love again. The the main lyric of the chorus is I thought the plane was going down, how'd you turn it right around? Mm. Like she thought like she would never be able to love again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But somehow whoever she's singing about turned the plane around mm-hmm. and made her feel safe mm-hmm. in that way. And it was scary. And there's other lyrics that pertain to fear in the song. Um, You know how much I hate elevators. If it goes up too fast, it can't last. That's not verbatim. I'm just, like, saying it in a way that makes sense. That's
0: a very good metaphor.
1: Yeah. Like, if it goes, if it goes up too fast, it can't last. Like, what goes up must come down.
0: <gasps> oh, my God.
1: And so she's scared, like, if they fall deeply in love, it's going to bounce back.
0: Mm. You know?
1: Which I guess it did.
0: Oh. Oh. Crickets.
1: Cricket.
0: Wait, is it talking about
1: Joe? You think? I think so, because with Joe, there are a lot of songs that kind of have the same message. That's why I think it's also kind of like a little bit of a snooze because it's like we've heard this before. Mm. Like I didn't think I would love anyone yet. Here we are. Like that's what lover's is about. Surprise. Yeah, we know. Yeah. But it's over. it's Joe now. So.
0: Oh.
1: oh. I know. <laughs> um yeah labyrinth's cute i like the i like the beat
0: how many times are we gonna say that in this fucking... <laughs>
1: take a shot <laughs> yeah i like the drop when the voice effect comes in i really like that
0: which one are you talking do it do it right now for the plot go ahead
1: <laughs> that was not <laughs>
0: You sounded like fucking elvis oh no, I'm cutting out. That out. no no you're not you're gonna keep it
1: I'm in cutting it out. <laughs> Labyrinth is cute. I like it.
0: Not you completely. Not you going off topic. Bitch. You're keeping that in.
1: Labyrinth is cute. (laughs) I like it.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. This is over. Next song.
1: Labyrinth is cute. I like (laughs) it. Bitch. (laughs) so the next song is karma
0: yeah that's a really popular one
1: i like it Karma is
0: it's very catchy how many times am i gonna say that also but it was it's very popular on tiktok right now yeah and i've seen it on a whole bunch of t-shirts i like the concerts Uh, like a group of people i saw it on a tiktok it was like each lyric in the chorus was like a different t-shirt it was cute it's cute.
1: I love the karma is the cat purring in my lap because it loves me. Oh, she
0: she's said, saying like uh, she's a good person so she's getting good karma back. Even though, Yeah, yeah. So, okay, go about it. Tell me.
1: So, oh, there's lore to this. Oh, okay. There's
0: lore. I love to
1: see it. There's a theory that there was a missing album between 1989 and Reputation because she like disappeared, right? Mm-hmm. And the rumor in one of the music videos... For Lover, called, you know the man? Ah, I'm so uh-huh. sick of it. Yeah, yeah. And the music video for that, she has all the album names on a wall. And then in the middle, in orange, it says Karma. <gasps> and so people thought, like, Karma Wait. was the missing album.
0: I got chills just now.
1: People thought karma was like a missing album because of like why would you write that with all the other albums when you don't have an album named Karma?
0: I'm so dramatic. I'm like chills. I don't know anything about the lore or anything, but that's like I love Easter eggs.
1: But this has been like a theory for years. Really? Yes. Why and hasn't
0: she like spoken up about it?
1: Well her releasing the song was being like I don't think this missing album ever existed.
0: Maybe it was in the making and she just I think it just it. led
1: to reputation. Oh um. like but people think there's, like, the scrapped album that never was released. I'm like, Taylor's production costs too much for it to just be wasted like that. Yeah. Like, I don't think she would, you know, pay her <clears throat> producers that much. Especially because those days, she was working with Max Martin. Mm. It was very expensive. Max Martin yeah. is, like, one of the most famous hit makers in the industry. Like, he made um many of the Britney hits. Wow. Yeah, like, especially the early ones. He's, like, very renowned yeah. in the in the music industry. So I don't think she would waste... Like, he's very expensive to work with. I don't think she would just throw that down the trash. But I think she likes to play into the lore. Mm. And so I think she wrote this song because... To w- give
0: the fans what they want. Yeah,
1: to give us a little morsel, to give us a little nibble.
0: <laughs> a little chew.
1: Yeah, just something to chew on. But yeah, like, I think before we all heard it, we thought it was going to be very, like, revenge or, like...
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: very takedown. But actually, it's like, I'm so good.
0: (laughs) I'm just an angel. Everything
1: good happens to me. Like, it's crazy how that happens. (laughs) That's what the song literally is. Wow. She's like, all the things that happen to me are a result of me being... Good to others like all the good things that happen to me I deserve because I'm not a bad person mm. and some people can't relate
0: oh and she said what she said sip now you sipping over there
1: well she's like um what was it karma's a relaxing thought aren't you envious that for you it's not and she ate and she ate she devoured and she wow. can keep the plate
0: damn that
1: a, hits! Wait, that lyric alone. I love it. Wow. I really <laughs> good. Um, so do you like karma?
0: Yeah, she's cute.
1: It's cute. The next song is Sweet Nothing, which to me is nothing. Sweet Nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't with all respect, I'm like, this is a snoozer.
0: Snoozer. Yeah. Especially
1: so because too. it's like I think, did, I think she co-wrote it with Joe. No!
0: Are you kidding?
1: I think they wrote it together. No! Wait, let me check.
0: I rebuke that.
1: Oh, yeah, they wrote it together.
0: <gasps> why would they do such a thing? And that's why
1: it's a snoozer.
0: <laughs> Wait, can you, like, remind me of, like, Sweet Nothing, like, lyrics? Okay. Like, is it, is it sweet? Is it Sweet Nothing?
1: The chorus is, they said the end is coming. Everyone's up to something. I find myself running home to your Sweet Nothings. Outside they are push and shoving. You're in the kitchen humming. All that you ever wanted from me was Sweet Nothing.
0: Uh, Which, like,
1: in hindsight, it's like, you want nothing from her?
0: He's gaining something. I mean, it's Taylor Swift.
1: All that we keep getting about Joe is that he just doesn't do, do or anything. want anything. Yeah,
0: like He know? just sounds like a boring
1: person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, literally sweet nothing. Like, I'm sure he's sweet.
0: Yeah. But he's
1: nothing. Yeah.
0: You know? We're talking about like a star. Like a superstar right now. Like on top of the world. And you're, yeah. you're with Joe who? What's his last name? Owen. Fuck if I know. Beats yeah. the shit out of me.
1: Yeah. I could,
0: if I saw him on the street, I'm oh. so sorry.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> and that brings us Sweet Nothing. I got Sweet Nothing to say about it.
0: Yeah. I'm like, okay. Pass.
1: Yeah, it's cute. Like, sometimes I'll listen to it. And I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like a little lullaby.
0: But it's kind of ironic when they're talking about how the end is near.
1: Yeah, they said the end is coming. Well, oh, we said the end did come. Oh. Yikes in fact it was you told us that the end came <laughs> um that
0: was a foreshadowing moment yeah and he co-wrote it
1: that is so
0: weird that is Ricket. Yeah.
1: um but that brings us to the final song of the standard edition wow. which is Mastermind do you need a refresh
0: uh I know the one part she's like don't you know I'm a mastermind is that part or something yeah
1: <laughs> We'll do a refresh.
0: Okay, period.
1: So, we just listened to Mastermind. What are your initial immediate thoughts?
0: No, I love her.
1: We were having a little dance party there. We
0: were. I wish that you could, like, clip a video in there. I know. No, no, not at all. I saw that
1: Spotify is going to start supporting video. But Um, I don't know if I'm down. No. (laughs) No.
0: let's keep it a mystery yeah. let the people keep guessing let them
1: think that we're two models
0: yes cause we are what are you talking uh, uh, about
1: uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um we're gorgeous. we're, we're little ladybugs
0: definitely not mammoths and we're definitely natural platinum blondes with big old double d's oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god masterminds yeah. we're masterminds <laughs> I mean, you know, where do you think we hide all that knowledge? In, in there.
0: In, in, our, in our double Ds. In our double Ds. In our mommy milkers. Oh.
1: Oh. Oh, my Speaking God. Speaking of
0: mommy, mastermind.
1: Yeah. Mommy.
0: Mommy. Mommy? Mommy. My,
1: mommy. Yes. <laughs> she did that.
0: Um. Yeah, I love the intro. It was like... It was, <laughs> it was giving skins. I know that you've never seen skins.
1: I haven't.
0: We have to get into skins. That Isn't was not it British? Yeah. Um, it was during my Tumblr phase. I yeah. watched it way too young. All my
1: friends watched it. It was like, wasn't it popular during like Shameless?
0: Um, uh, no. Before that, babe. Alright. Okay. It was like Tumblr era. Well, I
1: don't know.
0: Okay, anyway. We're getting off topic. That's another episode. Okay? Mastermind. Okay. Get with the fucking program.
1: Okay. Okay, queen.
0: <laughs> Stop interrupting my ADHD thoughts. Because it's don't 3 a.m. I think
1: I'm the one interrupting. <laughs> I'm just chilling.
0: <laughs> mastermind. What if I told you I'm a mastermind?
1: What if I told you none of it was accidental?
0: Then what? Would you man? gag? Would you gag? <laughs> yes, I'm gagging right now as we speak. It's what like. was that?
1: It's good. She's basically like, I plan for us to be together. She
0: manifested it. I told you you she was spiritual. Uh, I guess you're right. She got her crystals and her incense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Her candles. Yeah. And I love the way her voice fluctuates throughout the song.
1: Yeah. Like it was a little. There's like a really nice cadence in the in the bridge, and then. Uh, um, uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then like uh, to make them love me part, the kind of sad part you were talking about, it's a little raspy. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Love me. <laughs> so make him love me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> you sound like a fucking Um, But you know who doesn't sound like a dachshund? We're getting back on track. I'm not letting the ADHD, <laughs> interest of thoughts win with this episode. Um, We love her. Mastermind. She was a mastermind for making that. She ate. She did.
1: She I'm did. only cryptic and Machiavellian because I care.
0: What is a Machiavellian? Is that a designer? Is that a designer? <laughs>
1: what? Let's look it up. You don't
0: even know, bitch. Don't give me you know,
1: that. If you know, you know.
0: A Machiavellian, thats a designer. It's like Mugler.
1: I'm looking it up. So Machiavellian, cunning scheming.
0: What the hell does that even? Cunning mean?
1: and scheming.
0: What I'm only cryptic
1: you know? and Machiavellian because I care.
0: She's saying, like,
1: the trauma of not being able to please people in her childhood and making friends easily kind of followed its way into her love life. Mm. And um, she really desperately craves that need to feel wanted by other people.
0: That assurance. Yeah. 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 And I relate.
1: I get it. Who can relate? Me. Yeah. Me too.
0: What is going on? We're like out of it Check right now. Chicken talk. <laughs> Chicken talk. talk! Oh god. Pop pop. <sighs> Side eye. Side eye. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it the fuck
1: James, in. don't cut that.
0: Keep it the fuck in. I want to let the people know. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, I think it is a little upbeat. She's like,
1: I which, like the beat. You
0: thought you got me? I got you. Yeah. I, I got it all
1: figured out. This She's is like, my she, game. Which is another thing. Going back, it's like, he didn't do shit. She's like, I did all this. What did you and do? And I'm with? gonna end it. Oh. Oh!
0: <laughs>
1: oh. oh, shit!
0: Oh.
1: Kobe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> The silence <laughs> The silence I'm going He
1: said You said, you said I didn't walk away for a second He <laughs> said, said
0: Go be oh my god it's a pee pee break um oh my god i feel sick to my fucking stomach it's 4am and we just got the giggles like it's giggle time right now oh my god our inner demons are coming out to play and um i'm all by myself right now i don't know how to talk and what if you tell me i'm a mess tonight and now you're mad oh my god i kind of ate wait Taylor possessed me in this moment. What if I told you I'm a mastermind?
1: Are you done? No. Being crazy?
0: Oh my god, chicken talk. You know,
1: there are times when you find yourself in a dangerous situation and you just have to remove <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. I was
1: scared for my life.
0: Oh god. I was too. I couldn't breathe during that. You have tears. I know. <laughs> you have tears. <laughs> Would you like a tissue? okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, just like I want to go back to listen to the silence.
1: <laughs> Stop.
0: Because we were laughing and like no. Well, sound we'll was wrap it up. up. So anyway, okay, anyway. okay. So
1: closing thoughts. Mastermind is amazing.
0: Yes, like, you know she's cute and gorgeous.
1: Yeah, I really like it. I think it's a really good closing song, on the album. She
0: was like, "You thought I was sad?
1: You thought
0: you thought you did
1: this? I did it."
0: I'm the mastermind. Yeah.
1: And what are your thoughts on Midnight's as a whole?
0: <clears throat> as
1: the standard edition. We're going to... Dive
0: into. Dive
1: into the Deluxe Trucks <clears throat> in a separate episode. Um, just because I it's like 21 songs and that would be too much. But for now, what do you think of the standard edition?
0: Um, the album is cute. It makes me excited to go back and like take a deep dive of her older albums. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: it's good to like get some general understanding of her writing style and like the motifs that Mm -hmm. she usually uses so
0: i will say she's a genius with her lyrics yeah you know like who how does she think about this shit
1: profound
0: wow but i also want to know your opinion about the album like do you think this is like one of your top favorite albums or is it like on the back burner for you
1: I'm listening to it a lot these days. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Um, It's grown on me a lot. Like, I don't know. I was having a moment where it came out. I really loved it. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, this isn't making much sense to me. Like, I didn't get it. And then I think after the news of the Joe breakup, I've gone back in and listened. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this is much more interesting Mm -hmm. with that missing puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. um so i think having more information and going back into it i am appreciating it a lot more than i did when it first came out and Mm -hmm. after that yeah i really like it it's not my favorite taylor swift album i would say
0: what is your favorite now that we're on the topic yeah
1: i would say either red or 1989 Hmm. you
0: heard it here first folks
1: yeah i think the top three is red 1989 and folklore
0: wow folklore i wouldn't have expected that
1: i really like folklore
0: well get into it we should talk about that
1: yeah yeah another time another time but for now that was our thoughts on midnights.
0: yes and you got to see another side of us today
1: yeah last time it was tuna talk and now this is chicken chicken talk we
0: really need to like start recording these like ahead like in the middle of the day.
1: Yeah, not at midnight. No.
0: Well, that. This well, today I was spinning. Yeah. The album is midnight. Yeah. And what <laughs> the fuck is such
1: going flopped. on? Flop. <laughs> I know. Flop. Oh, it's okay. Um, it's okay. You're
0: gonna edit this. It's gonna be fine.
1: Yeah. It'll. It'll turn out fine.
0: Okay. right. Um. That'll wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps it up. What's next?
1: What is next? Let us know. Yeah.
0: We love your feedback.
1: D- leave a comment below. Yes, all of our
0: friends in Brazil. We love you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think for the next one, we can either do the deluxe tracks of Midnight's <coughs> or do like another... Um, I
0: was thinking Lana.
1: Ocean Boulevard?
0: No, I was thinking older. Like Brooklyn Baby. Like Ultra Violence. Right. Okay. Okay. I would
1: live. I was listening to Ultraviolence yesterday.
0: Work. Ooh, or even older. Even bitch, i <laughs> okay, cut it out. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> 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 it is time to go home. It's Thank too you late. for
1: listening.
0: Thank you, babies.
1: You've been a bunch of sweet little ladybugs
0: little if pigs. you've gotten
1: to this point
0: yeah if you listen all the way through without wanting to bless rip- your heart yeah bless your little old heart look at your southernness coming out
1: yeah y'all come back now you hear
0: <laughs> okay that that ends that uh time to go bye pookie bye, pookie. Mm-hmm. bye. <laughs>